Welcome everyone to episode 35 of the Missing Pieces podcast, a podcast that is now as old as I am. And that is painful to say, but I want to thank you all for taking time out of your day to join me here in my favorite thing that I do each week. If you are new to this podcast, my name's Greg, aka Brickitect, and this is where I sit down and I discuss my life and Lego and anything else that's on my mind that week. And I have a lot to talk about this week. This week was kind of incredible, actually. It was a week of milestones. Something very big happened on this channel. And that big thing is we hit 100,000 subscribers. It was an incredible moment where I saw that number switch over from 99 to 100. But then I immediately felt exactly the same way as I did before that. Although I had a lot of people congratulating me and saying a lot of nice things. And that felt really good. But I want to make that statement because I know a lot of people here on YouTube, a lot of creators I see chasing those numbers and being like, oh, I need this many subscribers or this many subscribers. I can tell you, you will be no more happy or less happy or sad or whatever before or after you hit that milestone you're trying to get to. But it is a really cool accomplishment. And as I said in my video yesterday, if you haven't seen that one, there's a contest that's out there right now. I won't get into it here, but if you want to participate, I'd love to see what you come up with. It's one of those things where, to me, it's just a symbol of providing value to people, at least I hope so, and enough that they want to be like, yep, I'm going to click that button and then I'm going to have more videos of yours popping up and I may watch those ones and then I'll probably get sick of being all unsubscribe and I'll never see you again. Hopefully not the case, but dude, it's a, an awesome opportunity here on YouTube in every regard, like everything that I do here, I just love uh, being a part of it and putting whatever I want to put out to the world and to know that there's some people out there that actually want to watch it is very cool. But speaking of 100s, not only did we hit 100,000 subscribers, we also hit another 100 milestone, and that is 100 patrons. I don't know what's more surprising, the fact that I hit 100,000 YouTube subscribers or 100 patrons, and I don't say this to brag, I'm just like, I was gonna say bamboozled. I don't think that's the word. I'm just like shocked that this is all happening, but I do have some thank yous to put out there. Uh, first thank you goes out to Gene, who I forgot to add last week. Sorry for that, Gene. Somehow in my emails, Patreon sends me an email every time someone joins and it like, I'm like, yes, it's awesome. But uh, join, uh, Gene, Gene joined last week and uh, I wanna give him proper credit. So Gene, thank you so much for joining. I also have thank yous for this week from Adam, Matthew, Mark, Matt, again, Nicholas, and Rachel, who joined yesterday. And Rachel actually sent me a really nice message that I'd like to share with you guys here. I got to try to learn how to speak today. I'm realizing that may be a key component of having a podcast, but Rachel sent me this very nice message that I really needed. And she says, I am obsessed with your content. I got into Lego during quarantine. I'm a Friends show fan, and I started with a Central Perk set. I started looking for Lego podcasts and came across Missing Pieces a few weeks ago, and I'm so addicted, and it introduced, introduced me to your YouTube, and now here I am on Patreon. I was in the midst of students teaching when the pandemic hit. I really feel for Mrs. Brickitect having to leave her students. Clark's side commentary during videos warms my heart and makes me crack up. I recently got a massive bin of a bit, a ma oh gosh, should I start this over again? I won't. I recently got a massive used bin of Lego and I've been watching your old live streams while I sort. Thanks for keeping me company, Rachel. Rachel, thank you so much for that message. I actually replied back to Rachel, but I just, isn't it amazing when you can put out a, a paragraph and just change someone's whole entire day. And that's that's what Rachel did for me there. I thought that was really cool. I was a little troubled by the one part where she said that she was looking for Lego podcasts and came across missing pieces. I don't know if this is the Lego podcast you're searching for, if this is what you're looking for is Lego. I will be talking about some Lego today, but a lot of this is just a lot of other stuff. It is my life. So let's get into it. Starting with, I guess, a Lego topic. Well, hey, it is a Lego podcast. 
Let's talk about value in Lego versus other hobbies. This is something that I think I've talked about very early in Missing Pieces, and it kind of came back to my mind, and I thought it'd be something that I could throw out there to, to you know, kind of bring up again and, and let you know where I'm at on this right now. I think it was last Sunday, possibly. They, I found out about the new Technic Lamborghini that's coming out, which I have to say looks absolutely gorgeous. I love the Technic Porsche. I got that in a deal at Toys R Us way back in the day. You should go back and watch that video. That was, oh, the memories. Taking my little dude into an actual toy store to see toys. And, you know, I, of course, I have no interest in toys, so I was just there for him. But, yeah, keep telling that story, Greg. The, the Lamborghini, or the, not the Lamborghini. Oh, gosh. I'm not going to start this podcast over. I am this, this, this is why I need to do these live, because... I have these little moments where I'm just like, you know what, how easy would it be right now? We're only a couple minutes into this. I could click that stop recording button, and come right back into it. But I think keeping it real and keeping it live or as live as it gets is, is, real, is the way to go. Getting the Porsche was awesome. I got it cheap. It was inspired by a buddy of mine by the name of Brick Delot. God rest his soul. He's still alive, by the way. But I got that. I spent like a year building it here and there, and it was done, and it was in the background of all of our old BrickTech videos, and I just love that set. I somehow didn't get the Bugatti yet, but I think that one's equally gorgeous. And then this Lamborghini pops up, and I'm just like, oh, my God, it's so good-looking, and I love it. But there are a couple issues with it. Not in the design, but in the price. It's $380, I believe, or somewhere in that range. Let's just say $350 to $400. And that's a lot of money for Lego. I've had this policy for a very long time. It, it's gone up over time, as I know many other Lego, I was going to say fanatics, but I'll just say addicts, how they experience life as well. I used to think like, okay, I'm never going to spend more than $100 in a Lego set. That's a lot of money. And then I got to the point where I was like, I'm never going to spend more than $200 in a Lego set. If I could get an Xbox or a PlayStation or whatever for less money than a Lego set, that just seems like a better buy. And then I find myself getting Ninjago City. I find myself getting the roller coaster. So I've, I've surpassed that. But here I am, you know, getting desensitized to these prices. And I see this thing for $380. And then I get this flash of what I could potentially be doing with that money. And some of you are probably thinking like, oh, Greg's going to talk about feeding the homeless, uh, donating. I was kind of thinking about RC trucks. It's this other little hobby that we have. And I think I talked about before on here as well. But Clark and I are in the RC truck scene jumping them, ramping them, doing all kinds of fun stuff with them. And I had this RC truck that I bought for $100 on Amazon like a year ago. And we have had so much fun with that truck. Like we've gone crazy with that thing. And like the number one truck that I want right now, it's a Traxxas and it costs $300. And I was thinking, okay, so $300 RC truck or $380 Lambo. Let's just say they're both the same price. Let's just say 300 versus 300, where we can meet in the middle at 350. All right, so you have this $350 RC truck, you've got a $350 Lego Technic set. Let's start with the Lego Technic set. I would get that set, I'd be I'd be loving it, of course, the unboxing would be fun. Building it would take me a considerable amount of time. I would probably enjoy most of that, except for the parts where I like forget to put a piece in or mess it up and then have to tear half of it apart to try to fix it. And then finally it'd be done. I would marvel at it on my table and then I would take it and I would put it on a shelf or another table and I would, uh, I would look at it occasionally as it collected dust, uh, you know, inches high on top of the model. That's scenario one. Scenario two, I get the RC truck. I charge up the batteries. Very, very limited amount of time that takes. Clark and I take that out into the world. We drive it like we stole it. We smash it. 
we crash it, we drive it across creeks, we take it to the skate park, ramp it, I smash it up again, I repair it, we smash it again, I repair it. You guys see the, the, the trend here. But the main thing is with that RC truck is that I get a lot of use out of it. We have good times with it. I make some videos out of it, videos that could potentially pay for that truck. Whereas the, the Technic one, it, it's unlikely, right? Unless I do something that goes absolutely viral in that video. Uh, which maybe we could come up with something for that to justify it. But I, I guess what this comes down to, the long way, I need to probably make this a short way of saying this, but do you go for the, the thing that you spend considerable amount of time building and a model that you that you enjoy sitting there and looking at? Or do you get something that's more active and that you can like, I want to say enjoy more, but it really just comes down to personal preference. I threw this idea out at my patrons in our Friday night stream, and they all, when I kind of gave them this scenario, they were all like, you should get the RC truck, of course, because it's like, it's it's more um, interactive, I guess. But then there's this other aspect of it that is like, you know, all these Lego sets are kind of the same way. Like You build them, you look at them, maybe you play with them a little bit, you either display them or you tear them apart. Like that is the progression of Lego. And I don't want to have, I'm 35, just like this podcast is, but I don't want to have a midlife crisis right now with Lego and like start thinking about whether this is the right thing to do with my time and money, because I really do enjoy this, but it's tough to beat RC trucks, right? It's tough to beat video games. Video games are a very low cost thing that you can get into for what, $60 is the most you'll probably pay for a video game. And then you play that for hours and hours and hours and stuff. And I don't see many people like kind of debating whether Lego isn't worth it because video games exist. I think it just comes down to your personal preference. And I'm not saying that Lego isn't worth it and you should get into RC truck stuff because you may not even have any enjoyment in that. But I will say I've had fun building Lego sets, but I've had way more fun doing RC stuff, like way more fun. And I guess what I like most about Lego is the creative element of it. I would like to get more into that, and we'll be talking about that here probably next week after Star Wars Month ends. But what I love, and I guess what also what I love about the Lego scene is the interactivity of this, where I can make live streams and talk to people. I do the patron streams. I like putting videos together, of course. I like putting those out in the world. I like the feedback I get from that. I, of course, like getting revenue from that because this is what I do for a living, and like that's kind of an important element as well but there's just something special about other hobbies. And I guess you don't really have to limit yourself. You can, I could do all these things. And a lot of people would be like, well, Greg, here's what you do. Instead of spending 350 here and 350 there, spend $700 and have the best of both worlds. And the truth is that is probably what I'll end up doing, most likely. I don't think that set's ever gonna go on sale. I don't think my Traxxas thing's ever gonna go on sale. So let's just find a way to make this happen and I'll try to make the best content that I can out of it and somehow try to recoup some of those costs while also having an amazing time building a set and racing trucks with my son. Problem solved. We're good. We're on the topic of video games there briefly. So why don't I move things around a little bit into gamer tech news. I want to talk about something that I started doing this week. You guys know that I have a, a gaming channel called Gamer Attack where I upload videos to YouTube and I stream on Twitch because I bought this new computer and now it doesn't like to communicate with YouTube in terms of streaming. So I'm streaming on Twitch and I've been trying to get into this frame of mind where I'm trying to simplify my life. I do all these complicated things, overly complicated things, even this podcast, for example. I have a camera that's hooked up here. I have this microphone. I could easily do this from my iPhone with like a microphone plugged into that. You probably wouldn't hear this little bit of fan noise that you hear in the background that, that like kills me that you probably never noticed until right now. And now you'll never be able to unhear it. 
But that kind of bothers me, and it's it, it, there's no way around it because I have all these things running off this computer. But I could simplify this, and I decided that I would simplify my my streaming experience as well. I started gaming on Xbox, which is new to me. I formerly been on PlayStation like for everything, but it turns out that on Xbox One, my chickens are getting mouthy out there. Last time I mentioned this, you guys couldn't hear it and I felt like a fool, but they're, uh, they're cackling at each other. My PlayStation 4 is the OG one and it doesn't pick up a 5G internet connection here at the house and I can't stream in 1080p from it. You have to get a Pro or a Slim to do that, I believe. But my Xbox One S, on the other hand, the Twitch app you can download, which I did, it connects to the fast internet, which is good when you're trying to stream stuff so it doesn't look like you're playing uh, Mario when you're playing Fortnite. And you can stream directly directly from that app. So it's like super convenient. I literally just click a button and I'm streaming versus the setup that I have with the PlayStation where I have like headphones plugged in the TV. I have a microphone plugged into the PlayStation. I have everything running to my computer. All of this stuff are barriers for me to do exactly what I want to do, which is just to go live and, and have a good time. And then take that video and do some highlights out of it, which I can easily do from the Xbox as well. It just uploads to Twitch. I download that video. I cut it up. Put it out there so i might be kind of switching over to xbox and another reason that i kind of want to switch to is something amazing is happening this week at least in the world of minecraft minecraft dungeons is coming out on tuesday and i happen to know a guy that really loves playing minecraft this game is very different from that it's almost like a diablo style game where it's kind of like an isometric overhead thing and you go around i i think it's going to be fun i'm excited about it but what i'm most excited about is that i could potentially play it for free or almost free. Xbox has this thing called Game Pass where I think it's $30 for three months, although I've seen it for like $19 for three months where you can, it's almost like Netflix. You can play any number of games from the Xbox library that they have available. You download them and play them and when you're done, you play something else. There's no like, there's no physical disc. There's no nothing. It's just like renting a movie. And it turns out that Minecraft is on there. Minecraft Dungeons will be on there, along with a lot of other games as well that I could stream and enjoy. And I thought, you know what? For $19, I think it was from cdkeys.com, visit our sponsor CD Keys for all of your CD key needs. I could play Xbox all summer for $19 and stream it to Twitch and make YouTube videos about it. And I was like, that sounds awesome. So that's kind of on my radar and we'll probably talk more about that next episode because I'll have four days into Minecraft Dungeons and I can let you know how amazing it is or if it's terrible. But I also did another gaming thing this week. I, I made a trip to Walmart, uh, which was cool. I did a trip to Walmart. Uh, I'm gonna have to reverse things here a little bit. Okay, I bought Animal Crossing, okay? I bought Animal Crossing. I played my first hour live. It was fun. Clark and I played a little bit last night. I feel the addiction creeping in. People have recommended this game to me unendingly is that a word they've recommended this game to me quite a bit and i've i'm enjoying it tom nook of course is he's got me debt rattled again i invites me to this amazing little town or it's like an island and i'm like all right tom thank you so much for this tent and he's like yeah you owe me fifty thousand bells and i'm like tom i thought we were friends but now uh, I have to start working my dad off, and that's been fun so far. Clark enjoys the game. A lot of text in it, which is a problem for little dudes. I have to read pretty much everything to them. But uh, it's a great way to express the importance of learning to read. And I've been telling Clark, I'm like, this is why you need to learn your letters. This is why we need to learn to read so you can play Animal Crossing, right? And he, you know what things are in Minecraft and other video games. you got to give the kid, like, the motivation. So here's this thing that you really love. For you to really love it even more and to get the full experience, you gotta do this thing that you don't necessarily wanna do. 
So I think that's, that could be a good strategy and maybe some good practice as well. Animal Crossing thus far, I've played it in two sessions. I've enjoyed both of those, and I'll report back to you on that. Uh, I mentioned that I, I, went, I got that at Walmart. I was there on kind of a side quest because I was out by Walmart taking Roxy out to the vet. I've got some animal news. I've kind of have like these different categories now I think we're going to get into. So that was Gamer Attack News. This is animal news, which I don't know if is going to be a thing each week. It'll probably be Animal Crossing news. Um, my week actually started off a little rough in animal news. I went outside, uh, I think it might have been Monday morning, to give Mellow Cat some food, and I walked down our deck steps, and I see feathers all over the ground, especially along our fence, and I immediately knew what happened. One of our chickens, uh, Broody, as I call her, she was this chicken, lovely little chicken. She had been laying, she'd been in our nesting box for about two months now trying to hatch eggs, which if you guys don't know much about chickens, the eggs don't hatch unless you have a rooster. So she's been sitting on eggs. I go in there periodically. I pick her out, pick her up. Sometimes she's even like gripping the egg in her little her little uh, talons or whatever chickens have. They have talons, large talons. I put her down. I grab the eggs. And I always leave like one egg in there to give her purpose in life. Because I feel like if I took all of her eggs, it's like what would she have to live for? So I always left an egg for her. And she has been in that box consistently for like two months. Most of my chickens, they go in their coop at night. I have been leaving the coop door open ever since we live here because our entire backyard is fenced in. There's you know, there's some woods behind us, but I thought, you know, this seems relatively safe. And that's exactly what you say before bad things happen because that night, something had come out there. They went It went to the nesting box. I don't know what it was, but it obviously found Broody in there. There were some feathers in the nesting box. She escaped the nesting box. And it looks like she was running along the fence outside trying to get away from this thing, but it pinned her in the corner and then the feathers were just, they were everywhere. That next morning, there was no sign of her, somehow got her out. I know the fence has some breaches in it. Like it's just like a 48 inch fence that goes around the property. Mellow Cat sneaks in and out. So I imagine a small woodland creature could do that as well. Um, so Broody's gone. I'm down to six chickens. Some of you guys probably didn't even know I have chickens. I do. Uh, maybe you do. Uh, but I've been closing them in each night now and opening up every morning, which they, they really hate that because chickens, or at least mine, I think most chickens are this way. As soon as it gets a little crack of light outside, probably like five o'clock in the morning, they're out and about. If they can see, they're out. I get up like 630. It's plenty, plenty light outside. I go out and open it up and they just like fall out because they're like desperate to leave. So that's a thing. I lost a chicken. I'm down to six. I still have six so we can stay positive here. Broody will be missed. And it's just, it sucks. This is why you shouldn't name your chickens because they are outdoor animals. Bad things can happen, but they do have names. I renamed one of my other chickens from Brownie to Alcatraz because she's been escaping the fence. If you get chickens, just be prepared for bad things to happen. I've had a lot of bad things, but these chickens are so special to me because I've had them for two years. I literally got them the day after we came back from Philly Brickfest in 2018. So I had this awesome experience of getting these going there and then getting chickens. I have a whole vlog of Clark's first time in the pet store and that's when we got him. So you can see these little guys when they're like little, little peeps and you know, to, to raise them, like bringing them home, putting them in a heat lamp in the garage, in a, in a dog kennel and then feeding them, watering them, watching them grow, moving them outside, putting them in a cardboard box to move them over to this house and going through all of that over two years to one night, have that taken away from you freaking sucks. But, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. Um, and you just got to you gotta move on. You got to look at the positives. You got six other chickens, Greg. Just make sure you take care of them. And that's what I'm doing. In other animal news, other bad animal news, that's, that'll be the, this week's topic. 
Roxy Bear. Oh, gosh. I took her out to the vet a couple weeks ago because she had a rash in her belly. Turns out it was a staph infection and it was caused uh, from like an allergy or something. So they gave her some antibiotics to, to remedy that. And they told me if it doesn't clear up, she may have to go on some type of allergy meds. Okay, we got that resolved. But when we were looking at that, we noticed that she had this lump on her belly, like down where her, her leg, back leg meets her, her like torso. It's like a, like a fatty, fatty lump. And I was like, we should probably get this looked at because if it's cancerous or whatever, we need to get it cut out. I don't want it spreading. I don't want something bad to happen to my dog. I already lost a chicken. Roxy Bear would be like next level. Like when we lose Roxy Bear, you guys probably aren't going to see me for a couple months. Um, but I took her out and he felt he felt the lump and he felt that there's this uh, found this other thing on her front of her leg, which was like a hard lump. And I'm like, oh, my God, Roxy Bear. Labs are susceptible to these things that happen to my mother-in-law's lab. They just start populating. And most most times they're not bad and you can kind of let them go unless they start getting really big. But he was concerned about the one on her foot. And he said, if we're taking the one off on her foot, if we cut that out, we might as well cut the other one out. So I was like, done. So I took rocks out there and uh dropped her off good news she's a good she's good to go the things that she had were a sebaceous cyst and i think it was he just called it like a fatty tumor both benign no issues there she has those cut off um but i tell you that story and to get into the star or star wars i've been doing star wars for a month guys it's it's uh it's almost over <laughs> the backlog's almost defeated but in uh walmart news uh when i dropped her off walmart's just a couple miles up the road so i went there and that's where i got animal crossing but i also bought a lego set that i've wanted for a long time that i was worried that someday they wouldn't have anymore and that was the hidden side bus of all the hidden side sets it's my absolute favorite and i don't know i just think it's great it, i knew it was i knew it was there and i knew it was at a discount it was 48 dollars. so i went did a little bit of shopping. I actually have a vlog of this that will probably be coming out next week on Greg's World. I did some Lego shopping there, and I saw that for 48 I was waiting for, like, clearance. I'd love to get it for 50% off, but I thought, you know, Greg, you've done this before where you've waited too long, and then the thing that you want ends up not being available anymore. So just grab it for 48 bucks. And I got that and brought it home. Clark wants to build it, like, right away, but I'm like, dude, if we're building anything, it's got to be Star Wars sets. These Star Wars detectors, they expect the backlog to be defeated, and we got to get it done. So beginning of June, I'll be building that. I'm also going to be building the Batmobile in June. I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff with the studio as well and kind of taking the channel in a bit of a different direction. And we'll talk more about that as the time comes. But I've got big plans for that. So that was my pickup of the week. I didn't do a haul video on it on this channel. But again, if you want to see the shopping experience, you can see that over there. I also picked Clark up a Transformer which he is absolutely into these days. In fact, he built a little transformer. I'll try to do like a community post. You see it right there if you're watching this? That's a transformer that he built yesterday. And it was it was pretty cool to see him do that. And it kind of gave me the idea that transformers are a little pricey. Like they're like $20 a piece. And I was thinking, what if we were to build our own Lego transformers? I know people do it. I've seen Instagram images of these incredible designs that people do. Like I would literally buy that if it was a Lego set. And I saw people in the last... Uh, missing pieces episode in the comments lamenting on how lego won't have the star the why do i keep saying star wars the transformers license i would be if they could have anything my gosh transformers lego i would buy everything they could make so much money lego go to creo and be like here's a check we're now going to be making transformers but nonetheless clark and i can build transformers i thought he could build one i could build one i have an idea for a transformer by the name of legotron like Megatron, but it's Legolatron, Leg Legolatron. That may not work. Back to the drawing board on that. But I had some other ideas in 
in uh, Lego as well this week. Uh, other than Transformers mocks, I came up with this idea for a channel name. I, of course, don't need one. So I thought I'd throw this out there to anyone else. This is my idea of the week. I'm going all over the place on my outline here because like the conversation is flowing in directions that I wasn't anticipating. But I had this idea for a channel name that if anybody wants to use it, you're more than welcome to. It's called Full of Bricks. This is a follow-up to my last channel name idea, which was Rest in Pieces. And uh, Full of Bricks, I know, has the word brick in it, but I kind of think it's a fun play on words. Uh, you can substitute the word in there if you if you know what I'm talking about, but Full of Bricks as a channel name. So that's kind of like my ideas of the week. I also want to make a mock of Knife Attack. I've been watching, or I think I've been looking at Instagram. Instagram's like a really awesome platform where people are making like different weapons out of Lego. And I used to have that Lego gun, which was actually a Chinese knockoff because Lego would never make that. But I thought, how cool would it be to build like a little knife or a sword or something? And I've seen some really cool things. I could never like do as good as those people, but I could at least make something that, that I'm proud of and have fun with that. That was kind of like a shower thought that I had. Just like, yeah, making a Lego knife would be kind of cool. Or I could make like a really fancy one with like jewels and stuff and like a gold handle or something. I don't know. I'm just, I just want to do more things where I use my creativity in Lego as opposed to constantly building sets. And that's been a big struggle for me this week with Star Wars month. I feel like all I'm doing is just opening sets, building sets, reviewing sets, opening sets, building sets, reviewing sets. And I'm just like, I thrive on uh, I was going to say adversity. No, variety. My gosh, my words just aren't coming to me today, guys. I apologize. If this is your first time watching this, please know that hopefully it'll get better from here. I like variety. Variety is the spice of life, as they say. So I would like to be doing a lot of different things in Lego, but I find myself this month just just constantly in this the trench of building Star Wars sets, which is fine, but I want to do some different things. So I'm really looking forward to June. Speaking of series that Brickitech should be doing and hasn't done, is it too late, is my question to you, for, to do a Brickitech Buying It series on Monkey Kid sets? I want to talk about those and how much I love them. I'm not going to hate on Ninjago, you Ninjago techters. I know there's a lot of you out there. I've talked to you before. Uh, I want to talk about Monkey Kid and why I, th I think it's a really cool theme, even though it's expensive and it goes against all things in my heart. I think it's I think it's cool, and it's one of the few things that's coming out or has come out in the next couple months. So maybe I might get into some of that. I'll let you know the sets that I want to get. Let me know if it's too late. I also want to talk about the Avenger sets, in particular, the helmet for Iron Man. You guys know that I'm a big fan of the helmets. I got the Boba Fett one. I like the Tie Fighter one. The Stormtrooper, not so much. But they made the Iron Man one, and the first thing that I noticed about it was that something's off. Like I do these Minecraft streams where I build ideas and I go into creative mode. And the biggest thing that you can do to get something right, you can do something very simple, but the proportions have to be right. If you get the proportions right, you can turn anything into anything. Quote from Greg 2020. The proportions on this Iron Man helmet, just there's something off about it. And immediately I was like, I'm not getting that thing. That's no. But then I started thinking about something fun that I could start doing. And that's uh, Lego spoof sets. I want to get that Iron Man helmet. I'll give you an example of an idea that I have in this this series or whatever it's called. I want to take his eyes out. Brickitech the serial killer. I want to take his eyes out, the sociopath, and I want to put some crazy eyes in that in that helmet, right? That's the first thing I want to do. Then I want to unhinge his jaw and I want to put like some crazy teeth in or do something with his mouth that's kind of wild and make this like really scary like insane Iron Man. I thought it'd be something fun to do while all these other people are out just like building sets and doing reviews. I'd like to take sets and modify them a little bit and just have fun with it. I just want to have fun. 
It's the name of the game, I guess, guys. And so that's something that I was gonna get just to modify and mess around with. Might be one of the few people that actually buy that thing because I saw the consensus that is that most people don't like it. But maybe you'll like mine. It's gonna be creepy as heck. Creepy Lego and sets that look back at me are my two favorite things in Lego. So we can make that happen with the Iron Man helmet. What else do we have to talk about this week? Movies of the week? Shall we talk about that? I I noticed that when I, I usually do like this little segment at the end of the series or the episodes where I talk about the movie that I watched that week. And I noticed most of the comments are related to movies. I think it may be because I was like, if you have any recommendations for what I should watch, put it out there. So a lot of people are like saying like all these different things I should watch, but I saw a lot of movie comments. This week, I kind of goofed up a little bit. We had a fire outside, a good fire, like in our fire pit. And we had my in-laws over and my mother-in-law, I think it was like last Saturday night was like, Hey, Xfinity or Comcast is doing a watchathon week where they have all these movies for available for free. And I'm like, what? I love movies. She's like, it only lasts for like one more day. So that Sunday, last Sunday after missing pieces, I got on there and there was like all these movies to watch. They had Joker on there. They had all this stuff. And I'm like, what am I going to watch? Because I only had so much time. I had time to watch two movies. So the movies that I chose were Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, starring Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. I love everything that Leo does. He has the Midas touch in the same way that I feel like Will Smith has that as well, although as of late, some things have gone wrong with with that. But And Jim Carrey as well. I love everything that Jim Carrey does. But Leo's in it. Brad Pitt's in it. It's set during 1969 Los Angeles, and uh, it kind of goes about some real-life incidents that happen, but kind of changes them up. I'm not going to spoil it because it's a relatively new movie. I feel like I can spoil Bumblebee, which came out in like 2018, and I can spoil Minority Report, which came out in 2002. Those are some recent movies that I watched, but this one is really good. It has Harley Quinn in it uh, from uh, Justice League. If that, if you were able to sit through that movie, uh, it's it was good. I The one thing that people have to say negatively against it is that really nothing happens, and for 95% of the movie, that's absolutely true. And then at the end, everything kind of comes together. And it definitely didn't turn out the way that I anticipated it based on history. But it was it was interesting to watch. And I, don't know, I just love Quentin Tarantino movies, who was the director of it, too. So that was my first one I watched. I'd give it a watch. It's uh, It's kind of violent, very vulgar in terms of language. I don't know if there's any nudity in it, but... It's a fun movie. It was a fun movie for me to watch, but that's kind of like my style as Quentin Tarantino. So if you don't like his style, like my favorite movies from him are Inglorious Bastards and uh, Django Unchained. Those two movies I think are fantastic. If you, I also used to like Kill Bill, but now I tried rewatching that and I'm like, I don't know if I like it as much anymore. I don't like The Hateful Eight. I watched that and I couldn't. So it's kind of a crapshoot, but if you like his style of movies, you'll probably like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But you probably already watched it. I'm on. Uh, it, it's it. It came out like a year ago. The other movie that I watched, ooh, it was a trippy one, guys. It's called Us, directed by Jordan Peele. It's a follow up, not directly, but it's his second movie after the movie Get Out, which is like a it's like a scary movie or a horror movie. And Us tells the story of this girl, who, how do I even talk about this without spoiling it? there's this hidden underground group of people that are exactly like the people that are living above the world. And these people eventually end up coming out of the sewers and the tunnels that are all under the United States to come out and wreak havoc and kill their, their doppelganger or the real person that matches them. It's, it's trippy. It's flipped out. There's a twist ending. There's all these like little hidden things in it too, that I, I started reading stuff about and I was like, or articles about stuff, articles, words, 
it was cool. It's not super scary. It's it's pretty bloody, pretty violent again. But I watched those two movies. I, w- I went to watch Joker. It was going to be my third movie of the night. I've yet to see Joker because, again, it's a violent movie. And I, I can't seem to find time to watch it because of Clark Mann. But I had time for one more movie. And I watched Us by my by myself, by the way. Mrs. Brickitect wasn't into that one. She doesn't like scary movies. So I, I, I had to solo that one. I went to watch Joker. I got like 20 minutes into it. And I was I was like falling asleep. So I closed my iPad thinking like, okay, I know the trial ends tonight, but maybe if I click the play button tomorrow, it'll work. And I woke up the next day and I opened my iPad up and I clicked play and I was like, it works. I was going to be able to watch Joker like on a uh, technicality. But then Clark Man later in the day got on my iPad to do something and then like closed out of that. So I lost Joker. And I really want to watch it. And I noticed that all those movies that I just mentioned to you, they're all available through HBO during the watch-a-thon, watch-a-thon thing. So I was like, why don't I sign up for HBO's streaming service? Let's take a look at it. And apparently they're coming out with HBO Max, I think comes out in just a few days, uh, which is a follow-up to HBO Now. It's like the next level of HBO Now. And they had a pre-order bonus for $11.99 a month. You could sign up for this service to watch basically all those movies that I just mentioned to you, I think, and a bunch of other ones as well, including Joker. And I thought, okay, I could rent Joker for $5.99 and these other movies for $5.99 each. Or I could sign up for this and if I watch two movies a month, the service pays for itself. And for me, that seemed like kind of a no-brainer. So I signed up for that. Uh, we watched a movie last night. What was it called? I don't know because I fell asleep. I was super tired. I I, I had this, I get in the couch. We have like a sectional and the, it's so comfortable. And then I have like this really, really cozy blanket that I put on and I'm just like done for. So I missed like the whole movie that Mrs. Brickitect watched last night. It was like a romantic comedy that was poking fun at romantic comedies, rom-coms. But that was on HBO Max. We already got one movie in. I've got to watch one more movie to make it worth it. It's not as good of a service, in my opinion. It's not as intuitive as like a Netflix where you're watching stuff and they they have like recommendations and they show you the things. Like I really had to search for some of these movies that I knew were on there. And it's not as good of a value as Disney Plus, which is only like $7 a month and you get like the whole Disney vault opened up to you. But it could be worth it if you're looking to watch the movie. So give it a give it a look. Again, it's $11.99 right now if you pre-order for signing up for the Max or $15 a month thereafter. So something to consider. Uh, I plan to watch a good bit of movies and they'll be a part of the movies of the week here on Missing Pieces. So that's what I watched. Um, I would say if you have any recommendations for movies that I should watch, put it out there. But let's save that comment for something else. Save it for like some feedback that you want to give me, whether uh, the podcast sucks and you think I can improve it in a certain way, or I need to learn to speak before I do a podcast. Maybe I need some caffeine to get started here. I don't know. But I'm doing the best that I can, and this is kind of just like mind mind dumping. That's what I do here. That's what I enjoy doing, and that's why this is my favorite thing of the week. But there was some feedback last week outside of the movie talk, and I'm going to call this segment my apology of the week. My apology of the week goes out to Angel Ramirez, who left a comment five days ago saying, Hey, Greg, my name is Angel, and I'm tw- 12 years old, 13 actually. I would like for you to read this on the next Missing Pieces podcast. So the last episode, Missing Pieces 34, you said, and I quote, I know there is a lot of kids that watch our videos, but I would say those kids probably aren't here right now. They don't have this kind of attention span to make it through a 40-minute episode of Missing Pieces. Okay, that hit weekly, Greg. I absolutely enjoy your episodes and listen to them every single day when I'm doing online classes until the new one comes out. I am 12, I mean 13, technically a kid, and I... Uh, And just again, enjoy these podcasts. I would like 
you, uh, I would like it if you could talk about this at least a couple minutes in the podcast. Thank you for giving me something to enjoy and for your hard effort you put into this. Hope you need, hope you read this from Angel. And Angel, I should not group everyone into a certain category like that. You that you could absolutely watch these podcasts. I guess what I was referring to, and there, I, I again, it's I I agree with you. There are people that are going to be watching this that are under 18 years old, under 16 years old, under 13 years old, unless Coppa's watching or FTC's watching. There's only 13 years and older. I think it's awesome that you've watched the entire episode. I know there's a lot of people like even me. I don't know if I would sit down to watch 40 minutes of Greg talk about his life, but I think it's really cool that people do. I love putting this out there. And if I could give you a little bit of company in between your classes, I think that's great. But I do definitely apologize for saying that because not every kid's the same. I know there's some kids that just want to get on here and watch a two minute thing of like people, you know, falling on ice or something like that. But then there's special people like you, Angel, that sit down and you, you could sit and watch a 40 minute episode or 50 minute episode. I might even test you and do an hour long episode sometime. You have to let me know. I'm going to do like a secret code at the end. And I want you angel to tell me that code at the end, just to prove that you were there. But I bet you are. And I think that's really awesome that you're 12 and you're, you're doing this. I hope this inspires you if, if anything to, uh, learn to speak better because, uh, this just isn't working for me. Maybe you'll have a podcast someday where you can do something like this. I just, uh, yeah, I think that was, I think it's bad to group any type of people into one category. Like I shouldn't just say kids are this or adults are this. I made a comment one time that someone got triggered about where I said that people on YouTube don't read books or less likely to read books. I, I shouldn't say that because everybody's different. You might love books, but you might listen to missing pieces as well. Who knows? And I think it's very dangerous. I've done this a lot of times. I noticed this is probably one of my flaws is to group an entire category of people into one thing. Like boring Lego creators, for example, that hit the fan pretty hard. Not everyone on YouTube is boring on, in the Lego space. I guess I just was looking at it from my perspective and I, not, not to say that everyone's boring, but like, I would like to see some more entertainment, but that's just me. A lot of people like seeing different things and everyone's different and that's what makes things fun. And it's terrible to put everyone into a box and I don't want to do that. So if I, if you guys ever see me do something like that again, which I'm going to try not to, or if there's anything you want to call me out on feel free to throw it out there because I think we could learn from that. And maybe it's something that you've done in the past too. And you're like, yeah, you're right, Greg. I'm not going to do that. Learn from my mistakes, guys. If there's anything that you can do in these podcasts, learn from the things that I do wrong because I do a lot of things wrong. And on that, what a terrible way to end it. I do a lot of things wrong. We'll see you next week. I don't know, but that's all I got for this week. I had a really great time here with you guys. I think I covered everything that I want to talk about. I do appreciate you guys, uh, taking time out of your day again to, to watch this, to listen to this, uh, for everyone that joined us on Patreon this week. Thank you for that. That's a huge help. That's probably the biggest way you can support this podcast. If you want to is join us on Patreon. It, uh, the YouTube thing is, is, uh, not doing so well, especially in the Lego space, at least for me, because I, I make certain kinds of videos that the, uh, the government deems potentially made for kids. Um, but that helps if you want to leave us a review on Apple podcast, that's cool. But more than anything, if you could do something for me, leave a comment on this, some feedback, or if there's a topic that you'd want to discuss, I'd love to throw that out there in the next episode. Uh, maybe I can turn my apology of the week into a comment of the week. I think that'd be cool too. Uh, but yeah, on that guys, thank you so much for, for being here. We'll be back again, same time, same place next week with missing pieces, episode 36, where the podcast becomes older than me. Finally, thank you guys for watching. And as always, we'll see you in the next Missing Pieces.